Welcome to the DEI Discussions podcast series. This is the Women of Fintech chapter, and we are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, we are joined by Maggie Jang, CTP, VP of Transaction Banking at DNB Bank. She recently spoke on a panel at Fintech Connect North America on the topic of open banking and embedded finance. She's here to tell us all about that and share how she walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more she wants done. Maggie, it is great to have you with us today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. So just to kick things off, tell us about DNB. Yeah, so DNB is one of the most solid and well-capitalized banks in the Nordics and Europe. We have a presence in 17 countries, and I am a part of the New York office where we are a full-service corporate bank. What really stands out is our CFO, CEO, and my own manager are women. DNB encourages and fosters diversity of thought and capability. I believe that our culture enables that diversity of thought by creating psychological safety where different opinions are listened to and really respected. Wow, that packs such a punch and what a wonderful introduction. Thank you for sharing it. Tell us a bit more about your job and what that really means. Yeah, so my job is a transaction banking advisor and I support both SME and large corporate companies. I consult with corporate treasury, finance and technical teams to manage their core banking functions related to cash management. That's current accounts covering payables, receivables, liquidity, and connectivity. All of this is totally in line with what you spoke about at FinTech Connect. The session was titled The New Face of Banking. Tell us more. Yeah, so the new face of banking means so many different things. It's about the change we're seeing in how we manage our money, what the consumer expectation is, who the change makers are now, and who else they're including into the conversation when it comes to changes in banking. The areas of fintech and banking are so incredibly broad and complex. I've personally always struggled with accepting the fact that I do work in these spaces. But the reality is it's not just one topic or one area of expertise. There's so many dimensions of opportunities within it that can suit a wide range of interests. And I love that the wide range of interests is something that I really love exploring. So I wanted you to tell us about transaction banking as a space, why it's a great industry and why it's a great industry for your career. Yeah. I I didn't have the slightest clue about banking when I first started, to be honest, other than how my own bank account works. Transaction banking is a great space to be involved in because it's so relatable to your everyday consumer experience. How are you managing your cash? How good is your visibility of it? And where can you find efficiencies? There's been so many disruptors to this industry, both market and regulatory driven. The way we use money and expect to receive it has changed so much. There's always something to learn and real life ways to apply that experience. It goes beyond how to split the bill at dinner. Last month, I hired a photographer on my honeymoon and had to figure out how to wire money to Bali. Small businesses in developing countries have a hard time settling with international clients. 
but now there are apps to make that experience more seamless and less costly to businesses. User experience has also been on the up and up for the retail consumer world and the corporate transaction banking world as well on their way as well. There's so much to consider here. And I think also what you've been talking about so far is around people and the experience and and being able to communicate. So I wanted to ask you about inclusion and how far we've come for inclusion within this space. I think we've come really far in this space for for DMV North America specifically, we have a gender balance KPI of 4060 at all management levels. And last year, 2022, we've achieved 42% ratio, which is amazing. One area of DEI I feel we should spend more time on are those that come from a different socioeconomic background. Great opportunities are all around us, but not everyone has the know-how or ability to access those resources, and it all comes back to their upbringing. So for example, my parents were the only ones who worked to support a three-generation household. They didn't speak any English, so they only worked with other Chinese immigrants, and they didn't even know about all of the government programs that were available to immigrants or low-income families. We had a very small community of people like us growing up, so I was raised to not make any waves and just survive. No one was around to tell me I needed to learn business skills or join as extracurriculars or be curious. Now, that never sat right with me or felt like enough. So when I got the chance, I joined the cultural clubs at school, moved out for university and took out my own loans for school. I joined dance clubs, pageants, studied abroad, worked abroad, and tried to just get as curious as possible. Later, I was hired by a large bank because I was bilingual. I had international experience and I was so ready to use that experience to keep progressing. And thank you for sharing that story. It's super inspirational because, you know, I I love that you've gone out and you've learned so much and you've used your experience, your journey to really propel your career forwards. And, you know, I know something that you're very passionate about is the power of a good culture to support people from whatever their situation and circumstances. So I wanted to ask you around that power of a good culture and how important that is for champion inclusion in the workplace. Yeah, a, a good culture will boost everyone's mindset and encourage them to be different, however that looks like when you've got that psychological safety net available to you. Now, I'm in a place where I get to be myself because that's valued at work in my personal life. And as you've seen at the conference, I was one of the the younger panelists to participate. Where I'm at now, I have, I feel like I have so much room to thrive. I know my stuff, I'm happy to share it. And it puts me in a position to shine and really support other people. I'm in a place where I can collaborate and mentor others. And if I can replicate that across the industry via other conferences or throughout my company, then everyone can be empowered. And that's definitely the goal for everyone to be empowered and have the opportunity to thrive. So when thinking about this podcast, I always introduce it saying we're here today to walk the talk. I love this phrase. It's everything that I'm motivated by and it's my mission to turn conversations around inclusion into action about inclusion. 
To those people listening to this conversation today, what would you like to see more of for genuine workplace inclusion? That's a great question. I'd I'd like to see and both be a part of more local community outreach because we we work at such great companies, but it's in these cities where there's communities of people that don't know what's possible, much like the community that I grew up in. And I think more community outreach, just so that we can demonstrate that there is more than one path to success. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you've shown us that in today's podcast. It was brilliant to see you talk at Fintech Connect. It's been brilliant to talk about your experience and your lessons and your learns. And thank you for joining us today on the DEI Discussions podcast series. Thank you so much.